Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start uh, with maybe a little juice, and boy, they need it. Uh, as far as the conference final is concerned yesterday, if the Celtics were going to die quietly, down 10, or I'm sorry, down 70 to 61, uh, you know, three or four minutes into the second half, 3-0 down in Miami, uh, that would have been the end of it, you would think, if the Celtics were going to go quietly into the night. Now, they're a schizophrenic team. You can never count on them, so I don't want to read too much into it. But I, I will give them a little credit here. Uh, you know, when you are down 3-0, most teams in the NBA, and Stan Van Gundy said this the other day in a best-of-seven series, a lot of times these teams don't win that fourth game uh, because they think they got no chance to win a series. So when they're down 3-0, they basically, mentally they give up because they don't think they can come back and win a series. And obviously, you know, 150 consecutive uh, chances, that has not occurred, a team bouncing back from 3-0 down. So, uh, you know, they sort of get deflated, they get demoralized, and they sort of pack it in when they're 3-0 down. The Celtics did not do that yesterday. This is after the horrendous third game. And really a stretch of basketball. They were in big trouble. Uh, you know, they were down most of the first half. They were in they were in shouting distance, but down. And then they got off to the bad start in half number two. Uh, I was flipping around with the Yankee game as well. Yankees with Judge. So I was back and forth with it. But then, of course, they recovered with two huge threes by Tatum. And then the huge three by Derek White. So they erased a nine-point lead very quickly and got right back into the flow of it and were tied and made Miami think this was not going to be as easy in a fourth game as maybe they thought. But the overall theme is if the Celtics were going to go quietly into the night, uh, that would have been this scenario. You know what? We're down nine. Been an awful series. We're not winning anyway. You know, uh, uh, let's half-heartedly, at least mentally, subconsciously, let's move on and let's start our summer. I mean, and they didn't do that. So from that perspective, I give the Celtics a little credit. What that means from here on out, uh, you know, who knows? But at least for last night, they gave the Heat something to think about uh, in that spot. And the other couple of things I want to get into here with the with the statistic about 150 and 0. Remember, most teams that fall behind 3-0 in a best of seven series in the NBA, those are the worst teams. I mean, nine times out of ten, the higher seeded team, you know, who has got home court is not going to lose both home games. So as a result, very few times does the better team fall behind, at least record-wise, regular season, fall behind uh, by, th- by three love. So in this particular situation, what the Celtics did last night is actually a little better because you have seen plenty of teams who have home court, you know, fall behind 3-1, but come back and win three games in a row. That has occurred. And that is kind of what the uh, Celtics are now win because they got the home court advantage so as a result of that you know it's not like they're down 3-1 and they got to win two games in the other guy's building to get out of the series they only have to win one game in the other guy's building and that's a game six now we not remember they are very very spotty at home Atlanta beat them the Sixers beat them twice the Heat have already beaten them the Heat beat them last year Golden State beat them they are not they're like 10 and 11 at home the last couple years they are not they have not been a good home playoff team so uh, I don't 
want to make it seem like it's a sure thing that they're going to win the two home games. But normally, with this streak that's on right now in the NBA where no team has come from 3-0 down to win a series, and only three teams have forced a game seven, most of the time, the team that's down 3-0 is the team with the lesser record, and they got to win both games on the road uh, to come back. You know, they get the... They get the um, uh, n- normally, in that situation, you know, they're dead because they got to win two road games. You know, they might be down 3-0, and they... Uh, and then they have that fourth game at home. And even if they win it, they have the fifth and the seventh games they have to win. So that makes it almost impossible. And that is one of the reasons why this streak is what it is. The Celtics are in a little different scenario, a diff- different case, is that they have the two games out of the three remaining, possible three remaining at Boston, which is a plus. Plus, if you think about it, they have a better roster. I mean, even if you wanted to make Butler the best player in the series and you wanted to do that over Tatum, I mean, I can live with that. Uh, you know, uh, consistency, what he's done so far in the postseason. You want to make Butler number one go right ahead. But a lot of the other players after that would be Celtics. I mean, certainly Tatum would be two. Jalen Brown would be three. And if you make Adebayo number four, well, the next two or three guys would be Celtics, whether they be Brock Marcus Smart, I mean, whoever that might be. So the Celtics, I think, overall are have a better roster than the Heat do. They don't have a better coach, but they have a better roster. So if you give them the better roster, you give them a little mojo being down nine in the third quarter of the fourth game on the road, where if they don't respond, the season's over in an embarrassing fashion. And then you give them uh, two home games. Uh, to boot, it's not impossible that they can win three in a row here and win this series. I'll give you another reason why it's not impossible. Did you see the betting lines? I was shocked. The Celtics are only plus 225. Uh, I thought it'd be a much bigger plus uh, to win this series. So, I mean, they are making, you can make a little money on the Celtics, but I would think it'd be about 400 plus 400. It's plus 225, which is okay, not bad. They're like 350 to win it all. But they're 225 to win this series. So from the, from that perspective, you don't get a you know you're not getting a huge buy if you take the Celtics and they win. You're not getting a great payout. So Vegas is telling you that they don't trust the Heat with a three one lead either. So they're, they're, and, and the other thing I would say, do you think there's any way the Celtics are going to lose three home games in a row in the same series? Uh, they're going to lose three straight times to Miami in TD Bank North. I don't think they will. And if they don't and they get to 3-2, they were down 3-2 in Milwaukee. They were down 3-2 in Philadelphia. I mean, what makes you think that they can't go to Miami and win a um, and, and win a six game to force a game seven? And the other aspect of the Celtics, as I try to make a case, is that Boston, if you look at their record in elimination games in the last couple of postseasons, they've been very good. Two in Milwaukee, they won two games against the Bucks last year. Game six and game seven. They won a game seven in Miami last year. Uh, they won uh, two games against Philly this year, and they won last night. So, I mean, they have won six elimination games in the last two years. They lost to one, that to Golden State in game six. But they lo- they've won six elimination games in, in the last uh, two postseasons. So, to make a long story short, uh, I, I, there's a little there's a little juice in my eyes in the Eastern Conference Final. Um, you know, number one, if they were going to die, why not yesterday down nine third quarter? Number two, I think we all agree they probably have a better roster. Number three, they've been very good in elimination games, last night included in the last two postseasons. Number four, they have two home games, not just one, being down 3-1. And number five, they had a better regular season record than the Heat did. 
So you put all that in a little in a little mixer, and it's not impossible to think that the Celtics can get out of this series. And I definitely think, regardless of down the road in six and seven, the one thing I do think is I don't think the Celtics are losing Game Five. That I don't think. Uh, uh, if you're asking me right now, now listen, you never know. And Miami is a tough-minded team, bouncing back off a loss. They did that well against the Knicks. They did that well against Milwaukee. Uh, so, I mean, I don't want to sit there and say that I don't trust, I don't uh, respect Heat because I sure, I sure do. But, uh, you know, uh, I do think that the Heat, the war for the Heat will be in game six. I think that is the game that the Celtics could be very vulnerable in, winning two in a row in Miami and three straight overall in the series. That is the game that would concern me if I am winning in Massachusetts, the big Celtic fan. But I do think they're going to win them all night. And I do think that they're going to force themselves at least to play a game Saturday night on Memorial Day weekend. And boy, does the NBA need that. And the NBA needed something last night in the worst way because they would have sat there for nine, ten days and have no basketball to show. And then by the time it gets to the finals, you've turned the page on basketball for the year and you've gone to other things because the finals don't start until next Thursday. So forget Memorial Day. That weekend, you're almost into the following weekend before you get an NBA playoff, NBA finals game. So at least now... Now, uh, you know, there's only there's it's not as bad if the Heat win tomorrow night. It's still too long. It's seven days, but it's not ten. And if the Heat have a loss tomorrow and had to play game six Saturday, then it's a little bit more manageable. So uh, there's a lot to like about last night's performance. Tatum did a great job. The Celtics, if you look at the box score in this game, the Celtics did a very, very good job. First off. As is every team's want, they made a million threes. And when these teams make threes in these games, they usually win. And the Celtics last night made a million threes. And that goes a long way uh, to win these playoff games. Last night, I think they made, oh, they make about 16 threes. Let me just get, double check it for you uh, and, show, and give you the box score. Last night, the Celtics in this game, they took 40 of them. And as far as the three, they made eight, they took 45 of them. They were 18 for 45 from three. That's a lot of threes. And the Heat, from three only made eight. So the Celtics outscored the Heat last night 54 to 24 from three. And they won by 17 points. They also shot 51% from the field. So they did an excellent job shooting the ball. And that's what all these teams do. And the Celtics shoot more threes than anybody. And then if you look at the statistics, the Celtics got six guys uh, who scored in double figures last night. You know, Tatum, Horford, Smart, White, uh, Jalen Brown and then, uh, and then, uh, Williams, uh, who came in there, uh, who did, a, who did an excellent job for him. You know, the kid out of Tennessee who, you know, has a lot to say. He's got a little Dylan Brooks in him, but last night he came in and he scored 14 points. He made four threes. He had six rebounds. So they had a lot of good production last night from Boston. And I do think they're going to win a game five. And I do think they got a little momentum and I do like their trend. You never can trust them. Don't get me wrong. You never, ever can completely trust the Celtics. But I do like the idea that when they were right on the verge of saying goodnight for the season, they went out there and uh, they got the job done. So, And they figured out a way to win the game. If you look at the box score in this game last night and look at the play-by-play sheet, if you look at that third quarter, I'm going to give it to you right now because it's, this is where the game was won. 56-50 at the half. And this game was 61-52 with nine and a half to go in the third quarter. And then Tatum made two threes on back-to-back possessions, followed by Derek White. So they scored nine points 
in a minute and 11 seconds without having the Heat score, got the game tied 61-61. That's where the Celtics won the game, right there. And now we shall see. The Heat is still the prohibitive favorite. I mean, you know, listen, beating Spolstra and Raleigh four straight times and Butler is yeah, not going to be that easy. I mean, uh, it, but the Celtics last night gave the Heat something to think about. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on Miami in a game six if Boston gets the job done tomorrow night. Because, you know, if you're Miami and you lose the next two, that seventh game in Fenway on Memorial Day, that is going to be having them won three in a row. That's an, that's, you know, I don't want to say it's impossible. Nothing is. That is a very tricky game to win. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.